Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. This is This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod. I'm Paul Stevenson. Today is June the 4th and we're going to start on this day in 1984 when Bruce Springsteen released the iconic Born in the USA album. It was the boss's seventh studio album and proved to be a phenomenon, being certified 17 times platinum in the US and racking up sales of over 30 million worldwide, making it his most commercially successful record ever. Elsewhere, on this day in 1986, the first of a six-day Conspiracy of Hope tour was held at the Cow Palace in San Francisco. The concert to raise money for Amnesty International was headlined by U2 and Sting, and also featured performances from the likes of Brian Adams, Peter Gabriel and Lou Reed. And speaking of Sting, on this day in 1983, the police's hit Every Breath You Take started a four-week run at number one in the UK. Sad news on this day in 1997, as former Small Faces and Faces legend Ronnie Lane lost his 21-year battle with multiple sclerosis. He was 51 years old when he passed. And on this day in 1964, the Beatles began their first world tour. It started in Copenhagen, Denmark, with Jimmy Nickel on drums. He was wearing Ringo's suit and he played this show and the next five dates as well with Star Unwell. But for today's main show, then, we're going to remember an iconic moment in punk. Yes, on this day in 1976, a now legendary gig took place at the Lesser Free Trade Hall in Manchester, England, that became regarded as the catalyst to the punk rock movement in the UK. The Sex Pistols were the headline, but they were supported by another influential band, the Buzzcocks. Although the crowd was fairly small, thousands claimed to have been there that night, and they included Morrissey, who would later find fame in the Smiths, of course, and Peter Hook, who would go on to form Joy Division. And tickets for this gig were just £1. And with me today to talk about this is none other than Buzzcocks guitarist himself, Mr Steve Diggle. And here's his recollections of the show and the scene at that time. 
We brought the Sex Pistols to Manchester, so we were there at the beginning of punk. I was going to say, uh, yeah, your first show was was on the bill with the Sex Pistols, wasn't it? In Manchester. Yeah, yeah. well, we brought them there because uh, I think it was Howard when he was in the band. Um, he he saw them in a like Chelsea little Chelsea club. It was unknown really, and he said, "We'll put a poster up and uh, in Manchester," and uh, and we ended up opening up for them and. Um, all the journalists came down to see the sex pieces. I was surprised that there was a band from Manchester there, you know. Yeah. Like we came on and blasted out 20 minutes. So, you know, they were surprised, but that kind of put us on the map because they reviewed that. You know, they all thought it was starting in London, but we kind of had the same idea and feelings in Manchester. You know? and, and that kind of put Manchester on the map yeah. and then the provinces on the map, really. Because, you know, people in Sheffield and Scotland and all other places so you know we can start punk banding our, our own town so it was very inspirational really in that way because it's like well if the buscocks can do it in Manchester without going to London at the time you know it was like well we could do it when we went on those early tours you know every um, every town came alive you know all those 70s discos were taken over and, and suddenly become like punk venues mm. you know I mean, we didn't know, we, we kind of played, you know, we was on the White Riot Tour and all that, big, bigger venues, but uh, you'd, you'd go to these little clubs after, and go, this was run down, and uh, all of a sudden, everybody's come alive because they've taken over the place, and many a punk venue. So, it very exciting times, you know, and... Um, you said it was really exciting times. I mean, what was it like amongst the punk bands at the time then? I mean, obviously, you did bits with the Sex Pistols. Was, was the camaraderie about what you were doing at the time? Or was the rivalry, or was it somewhere in between? Oh, no, we, we, we was kind of like mates, you know. I mean, the Sex Pistols loved us, you know. They loved what we were doing because it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't like them, you know what I mean? Them and the Clash as well, you know. The Clash loved us too, you know. But so we all became like the school of 76, really, inside all that, you know. And um, so, you know, I knew the Clash well and, um, and the Pistols well and all that stuff. And also the Jam and the Damned, you know. That was the nucleus. A punk rock in 76 and 77. All the other ones came later, you know. Yeah. But that was our school. And if we ever, if I ever run into any of those, we all kind of know where we started from, you know. Um, so there is that camaraderie there. There wasn't any rivalry there with all that then, you know. But what happened from there then, it was like suddenly you had to start making records and... Uh, and so each band got their own, got their own identity, you know, because everybody was just, oh, you're a punk, aren't you, and all that kind of stuff. And then nobody knew really what it was or what it was supposed to be doing. And then, you know, the Clash put singles out, we put singles out, and each band had their own identity, you know. No, this day rocks tomorrow as it's the extended show. So until then, take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.